I'm going with some cinnamon schnapps, and I'm not going to pour it into my eyes. Captain's Pod, Starlake 5120922.1. Welcome aboard the Starships Enterprise, and thank you for joining us as we take a brief shore leave from the world of cinema sins to explore the universe of Star Trek. I am your Captain Ian Whittington, and with me this week, it would take a motion picture to expo- explore his wrath, but after a long search, our voyage to the final frontier is complete, and we return with an undiscovered dicer. It's Commodore Aaron. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And- it's much appreciated. No, 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 no. Guys, 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 settle down, please, please. And with him, he has updated all of the consoles with <laughs> fancy buttons. Originally, they were just decorative, but now he has a selection of buttons. And I'm going to press one at random. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. You, if you can reach. <laughs> I mean, cricket was perfect, wasn't it? That was, that was amazing. Welcome back to the ship, sir. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm excited to be back. Um, I it was it was really weird because I was just sitting at my house uh, and just working Wondering on why stuff. You weren't podcasting? No, just yeah, just sitting on a couch, <laughs> thinking so weird that I'm not podcasting right now. And then I just got transported directly into a studio. Yep. To podcast. And I was like, oh, I guess I guess the powers that be have called upon me to mm-hmm. sit in front of a microphone. So here I am. We are currently talking to HR about non-consensual transporting. <laughs> yeah, it was a little bit. Yeah, I don't remember signing any consent forms. Yeah, no, um, I'm gerrymandering. But... Not gerrymandering. What's the other one? Filibustering <laughs> that one until <laughs> gerrymandering with transporter beams would be really dangerous. Sure, sure. Yep. Um, so no, um, uh, no ambassador. Yeah, no, that is her title. No ambassador Danae this week. Either the lint conversation actually pissed her off and she's making a Starship Linterprise, mm-hmm. or um, she's still stuck in the transporter buffer. We will have to confirm exactly what happened to her next week, but she yes. will return yes. next week. Uh, before we get into reviewing Season 3, Episode 3 of Star Trek Lower Decks, this is an awesome time to ask, what do you think of this season of Lower Decks so far? I haven't seen a single episode of this you show. Are <laughs> you are a, a get-off-my-ship. I will make an entire new ship, but this is going to be made out of boogers. You're in charge of the USS Booger uh, Prize. Thank you. Thank you. That's fine. Uh, I'll, I'll eat that up, man. Um, oh, no. So, so yes, uh, I'm loving Lower Decks. I mean, come on. You, you know my sense of humor. Uh-huh. Like Lower, Lower Decks is so right straight to my warp core. I mean, mm-hmm. it is. it is just like... You know, your capacity. Is, it is self-referential, it is meta, and at the same time, it is very, you know, very uh, original series Star Trek in many ways. Mm-hmm. Like, it feels, you know, like the episodes are are kind of an homage to that. Um, so, yeah, I, I really dig it. I love the characters. Um, I think they did a really good job establishing this core group of really fun uh, people to hang out with so mm-hmm. you know yeah if i'm if i'm hanging out with boimler i'm good because he i find him hilarious and he's so. the best i have this soft spot for rutherford he's sure. just he's he's just on my level he's just mm-hmm. unassuming and mm-hmm. like not even boimler's a little bit like a little bit cocky rutherford is just so down to earth i would hang out with him all day long yeah yeah um so that's good if you hated the show this would be a really awkward i don't know <laughs> it might make for a better episode who knows but no, I'm I'm glad you're enjoying it because I don't think it came up when you were last on the show for Strange New Worlds. No, no, oh no, it did. Oh, it did, my friend. Because oh yes, it did. Because I called the crossover before it was ever announced on oh, this show. Oh. Uh, if you go back and listen, I was the one like, oh, these take place during the same time. 
how cool would it be oh, if there was a, if there was a strange new worlds lower decks cross crossover where we saw the lower decks people in live action I'm so excited. And I think that's been announced, right? Like, yeah, 100% yeah. announced. Like, oh, that's so spoilers. excited. But yeah. so, so let me ask you is, let me ask you a question. Do you mm-hmm. think like uh, Jack Quaid is going to play the real life Boimler? Or are they going to find somebody that looks like? They've already confirmed that oh. the voice actors will be playing their own characters. All right. I mean, How that makes, the most, it is makes that? the most sense. 100%. Yeah. Um. Even though not all of them look exactly like their characters. No, not all of them. Um, they don't. But but yeah, that that makes especially the, the, sense. the dolphins. The dolphins don't look anything <laughs> like what what the, the dolphin uh-huh. characters look yeah. like. Yeah. Nope. Um, that's true. I that's why I don't think it's going to be the full crew. I think they will no, be no, no, quite no, no. selective, no, no. and there's going to be some. I'm, do you think it'll be more cameo, or do you think it'll be for a majority of an episode? Uh, no, I think it's a full crossover. You I think, think it's, it's full like crossover episode. Okay. Full. CW love how it. they do it. I love, love it. it so much. Yeah. Um my interesting thoughts is how will it are they gonna address and I don't think they can. Are they are they gonna address in Strange New Worlds that it's animated? Like when Strange New Worlds like I was under the impression that Strange New Worlds, some of them would be animated and go into lower decks. But I don't know how meta they'll be about addressing, oh hey, are we in a like everything everywhere all at once are we in an animated right. universe yeah. now the, the, the problem with that is then you have to you genuinely have to start talking about a different universe you yeah, no correct other uh, like as, as soon as you are in lower decks might be able to get a strange new worlds couldn't get away with that no, lower, lower decks right. might be able to get away with that but i don't know how yeah. i don't i don't know how you don't just break everybody's brain and, yeah. and I don't think make it mean to. nothing so in fact the more i think about it i think it's more likely that they'll just turn up in person and they just yeah it's it just crazy if they ignore now it. i i should say I, if somebody can fact check and go back and see that like listen to that conversation and see mm. how it went i have a tendency to take credit for things that, that aren't my own <laughs> so so it's very possible somebody else said this and i'm like yeah that was my idea because my brain does that sometimes uh-huh. very i have a very arrogant brain in that way like if it's a good idea i figure i i had it i so, did that i came up with that right yeah at the minute so, Danae is just screaming at home <laughs> Yes, I probably should fact it. I literally had a discussion <laughs> with my my oldest son recently about a pun that I th- I thought was was mine. He's like, "No, Dad, that was oh, that was mine." No. I still think it was mine, but I'm I'm more than willing to go like, "Okay, yeah." Memory doesn't always work like that. You yeah. know, it's you you can have it. You know, mm, I've, I've, that's I've, very big of you. <laughs> Even that is mildly arrogant. <laughs> it letting is him, mildly have the pun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I know as a human being, uh, I am. I certainly have the tendency to misremember things. So, no, so never. a little bit of fact checking might be good. But I do. I, I, I'm almost sure that we had the conversation on the show. Yeah, and I'm somewhat sure that I was the one that threw it out there. <laughs> so. I'm relatively certain you've been on the show before, but I could be inventing that. Fair memory. enough. Fair enough. Amazing. Well, with that, let's head over to 10 Forward for episode three of season three of Lower Decks. The mines mining the miners mine the miners mining mines mining miners mines. I don't think you got that right. No, nope, I I'm, don't think that is the correct I title. I remember exactly what I said, and what I said was <laughs> mining the mines mines. I don't know. It's a shame we didn't record it. Yeah, um, it's too bad. Too to bad. Three toes.
Welcome to 10 Forward, the part of the show where we grab a drink from the replicator and share our immediate thoughts and feelings on the episode we just watched together. Most important question first, what is your beverage of choice, Ambassador? Uh, uh, Commodore. Thank Dang you, it. thank you. He just I, reads whatever's on the prompt. No, no, no listen, I've been, I have been <laughs> the ambassador for uh, a while, uh, or the com- com- commodore. Uh, com- you the commodore or the ambassador? No, commodore. Uh, I'm going with some cinnamon schnapps, and I'm not going to pour it. <laughs> Into my eyes. <laughs> Which is strange because I have tied your arms into that position <laughs> yes, where you can't yeah, get to them. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, I am, I don't know what I'm going to do. I might just have some water. I'm going to be boring. Unless you can liquefy one of those dream crystals and make it into a juice drink that I can then control my dreams over because I never remember my dreams. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Nice. I wonder what would happen if you ground that up and put it in a smoothie in one I, of those rocks. I guarantee that people are snorting that stuff. There's no <laughs> way those crystals exist and people aren't smoking them, snorting them, or imbibing them in some fashion or having sex with them you know everything serves a purpose hey if you put a blue andorian in front of me i'm I'm (laughs) going to be having thoughts about that wait is the andorian we're not into it yet but i have to Mm -hmm. ask the andorian at one point when she's when she's talking about uh something being excited about something her antenna kiss each other is that something the andorian do or was that just a little animation fun piece of i don't know about the kissing specifically but they do move around yeah, her, her antenna definitely were, like, smooching above her oh, head. Oh, interesting. Yeah, okay, yeah. no, not something... I don't know if they get entangled Okay, I wonder if much. it was just, like, a like a little wink, you know, like a winky, like, even her antenna are trying to be sensual. I think or, that's exactly what yeah. it was. Yeah, I think that's it. But I, it's one of my favorite things in Enterprise when um, there's a recurring Andorian, and it, however he's feeling is given away by his antennas. And when uh-huh. he's sad, they're yeah. a little bit droopy, and yeah. he's excited, yeah. and they go up. Yeah. It's, it's like a puppy yeah. dog with a tail. little yeah. puppy dog. Yeah. I love it. Um, yes, yeah, so this week, the crew of the Cerritos team up with another um, California-class ship to deal with a diplomatic snafu, or the aftermath of a diplomatic snafu between some survey team people and um, an alien species of rocks. And, and shenanigans happen because they have stumbled across some crystals that bring your dreams, nightmares, and everything to life. Well, the rocks the rocks are just de- uh, designed or exist to bring your uh, fantasies uh, to reality. But mm. then once they're broken then mm-hmm. the other things happen so. and other other things happen mm-hmm. on top of that yes. so initial thoughts feelings emotions enjoyability what were your thoughts on this episode aaron i, I love uh, everything about lower decks mm. I, I could watch any lower decks episode and have a good time because here's the thing like even if the the plot or the story or whatever isn't you know making sense or <laughs> engaging to me which they know it isn't i i am so I, I'm just so enamored by the humor, and I just, you know, it's just a lot of fun. So I had a great time with it. Add to that the fact that I, I think it is, um, you know, a, a plot that's interesting and mm-hmm. and touches on, you know, things we've seen before. So yeah, yeah. No, I really, really enjoy this episode. It it was kind of a bit calmer, a little bit like last week as well. It wasn't quite as a thousand miles an hour. It just feels like the show has really found its. Mm-hmm. found its groove it's found its oomph um it's yeah. just selling settling into almost like not having to prove itself and just come up with some original adventures mm-hmm. that are still very very familiar like a lot of this is like stuff we've seen it's almost like they get episodes from tng and tos and stuff and then just mm-hmm. take half from there half from there and then make something completely new so yeah, yeah. i i really really enjoyed it as well um we got to see 
Um, I think the biggest cameo this week was Dr. Leah Brahms. Did you remember Leah Brahms? No. No. So... I wonder if just mm-hmm. I can record that and I can just put it on a button. Oh, do you no, remember that? No, I, no, I just, no. my my ref, no. my reference meter is low. So <laughs> yes, referometer, referometer. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. So Leah Brahms is the biggie one. So she appeared in two episodes of TNG, um, and this is the the lady that um, Rutherford um, imagines, and she mm-hmm. basically helped design the Enterprise D and helped to design the new warp core, and really kind of creepily. Um, Jordy creates a hologram of her to help him solve a problem and then kind of gets a bit jiggy with her. And then a couple of seasons later, the real Leah comes to help with a problem and finds his program of so, her. So that's a that's a direct reference then, the, like her being a fantasy to a... 100%. Okay. To yeah, an engineer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly the same. So she's an kind of... Engineer with an eyepiece. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So she... It was really fun to see like a follow-up to that. And to get the same... I just love that they get the same actors back as well. I know mm-hmm. you probably... I wouldn't have known the voice necessarily. It's very kind of... There's nothing too unique about it, but... It's just, it's a really, really nice nod to bring everybody back. The plot overall, I think my favourite part was, I think it's actually the Tendi stuff, which is interesting. It's that defining the science officer as not just somebody that knows all of the science, but has to be brave enough to stand up to the captain as well. Um, Yeah. Because the science officers always kind of get the, they do get the short end of the stick. They're kind of they have the answers, but the captain is always like, let's go, enough of the science, let's let's get on with it. It's interesting that's your favorite, like, I, the B-plot did nothing for me in this episode. Like, I, I again, I'm always going to enjoy myself, but that that plot line was really dry to me. Like, it, okay. was, there, it didn't seem to milk a ton of humor. A lot of the, the uh, situational stuff that they cut back to with that plot line didn't really make me laugh. Mm-hmm. The, whole, the whole fighting over the, the rock thing, I, I, it just it wasn't that funny to me like I don't like mm-hmm. it was just like I don't know I think it was supposed to be one of those things that got funnier the longer it went and I just mm. was it just never was funny to begin Didn't with to me. so um so that plot line was not my favorite but um but yeah I, I get what they were trying to do mm. there so and, no, that's, I, and that's probably why it's interesting to you because it's more kind of technical and detailed oriented. Yeah, it's um the the rock thing didn't you know it didn't get me either. I see what they were going for but it is just that idea that Spock is almost like the butt of the joke on the crew, even though he has the answers. And it's just that stereotype of the science officer. Uh, it's not just about science. It's about promoting science and saying, yeah, you right. want to shoot it with phases, but here's the actual solution and here's, here's the more complex stuff that we're looking at. And scientists, by stereotypical nature, aren't the most forward of people. Like maybe they're not as mm-hmm. forceful when they're more like kind of sitting in the background. So she has to find that balance of... Yeah, the science is right. I'm really confident about that, but being brave enough to push that forward. I, I love it when Star Trek does that. There's too many the sciences. There's too many sciences. There's, there is just the right amount, <laughs> of, the right amount of sciences. Yeah, just the right amount. Um, so what else stood out to you from the episode, Aaron? Um, I love Paul F. Tompkins. I, you know, I will listen to him in any character, in any situation. I think he is hilarious. So that was the one part about the B plot that I really did like was more with uh, his, uh, character. And I think that stuff is, is really fun. Mm -hmm. Um, I, uh, I, I like the way, um, the wish me luck, wish me facts, Thing was interesting yes. to me oh it's so good i do that i hate saying good luck i hate it because i don't mean it 
I don't want luck for you. I want success. So, so let's 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 uh, go ahead and mark off the bingo board. Aaron wants to have a deep philosophical yeah, conversation, <laughs> but the, the luck thing is an interesting one. As as a person of faith, when I grew up, like you know, learning, uh, you know, how God related to the world and different things like that, we were taught not to say luck. Because there is no such thing as luck. Because if you have an omniscient, omni- omnipotent God, uh-huh. then everything is intentional. By everything, design. everything is designed. Got and it. so you would say, you know, it w- literally had a teacher at my Christian high school who, instead of good luck, said providential good fortune. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> I love that. I'm going to use that. Even yeah, it but you don't believe no, that. No, I don't believe that, but I love it. It's, a, it's kind of a thing. We're like, wait, what? I think you can take the providential part out and say good fortune, you know, and in, in kind of get there a little bit. Because uh, no, my bottom line is I would want to say something. So say like you have a sports mm-hmm. ball thing that you're going to do and you right, want to yeah, do yeah, well. Yeah, I would be yeah. good. I would want to say good skill. Or right, right, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Play at your best, or so, something like that. So that's immediately what I thought was of providential good fortune instead mm-hmm. of saying good luck. But it did interest me. Interest. Uh, it was interesting to me to say wish them facts instead of wish them luck because I would think they're you know the idea of luck is much more comfortable you know in the sciences than it is in dogma, right? Okay. You know, so the idea that that you know there is there is coincidence or that you know something happens just because it happens, mm-hmm. you know, um, is seems to be more comfortable in the sciences. So to go with, you know, wish wish them facts, I was like, okay, yeah, I get it. Like facts are important to science, but mm-hmm. also luck is important to science. I mean, it's kind of the, yeah, a lot the of whole the... the whole big bang is, you know, just yeah. it just happened, guys. Like, you a know, a lot of it is just, huh, that's yeah. weird. Right. Rather than, oh, I was looking for that. That's right. exactly what that is. Yeah. So yeah. I no, found that I love that. That's really interesting. I love that as well. Yeah. Um I just I've have a, I have a new nightmare now, which is clowns <laughs> with battleth arms. What the? I love the minds uh-huh. of these people. Like, yeah. what's the most fucked up thing that we can find? Clowns with battleth arms and mm-hmm. a bog snake. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that was all good. We want your distinctiveness. That's good stuff. Yeah, I love that so much. Um, I, I I both love and wish we had more of the big dragon creature that just appeared when they smashed all of the mm-hmm. um all of the orbs initially and there was that big super colorful dragon that's from the original se- the animated series oh because um, they interesting. Just animate whatever the heck they want so they use dragons quite a bit um i think i believe it's a cow cooking colcan colcan macaulay colcan it's a macaulay colcan dragon yeah Okay. It's a Coca can or something like that. Uh, release co- Coca Cola can. Release the Coca Cola can. Yeah, it's yeah. a Pepsi dragon. But yeah, I liked that. But I wanted more of it. But there's just every opportunity they always put that in those one. little nods. That was the one that got the the guy and turned him to stone, and he lost his arms. Yeah, Ransom's cheerleader. Mm. Yeah, who I'd completely yeah. forgotten about. And I think they. I don't think he appears in season two. I think they <laughs> forgot about him. And it's like, oh, he's back. Yeah, he, he just likes to promote yeah. Ransom. I love that character. I think that character is hilarious. But. Mm. Yeah. No, I think he's funny. He's um, definitely a, a good cheerleader for Ransom. Like seeing the hood again, which was the Excelsior class ship. I think it's Excelsior class, the one that's in orbit ended first contact and then left. Um, the one of the things I, I I did think was interesting and a little bit meta, which the show has you know mm. done before, but the idea that the um, that their ship is well known for mm. for all their shenanigans yeah. and that that leads to them having kind of a competition to see who could you yeah. know do better or whatever um it's just it is really interesting to think of that the fact that so much is happening to them 
that the other parts of the the fleet are just like why are they always like how are they always <laughs> into stuff you yeah. know like asking that question they even say something like you're like the enterprise but for the cali class the cali ships. class ships yeah. or whatever and I'm just like, yeah, because the Enterprise would be the same way. It's like, how is the Enterprise always at the middle of all of this stuff? <laughs> always in these shenanigans. Yeah. yeah. So it is true. And it's because it's a TV show, Aaron. I don't know if you realized, but what? it would be quite dull um if we were following the ship that did nothing. What? I'm 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 this is a what show? I mean, I would love it to be a reality TV show, <laughs> but it's not, sadly. Man, I want that show. I want to live on the Enterprise. I don't know that I actually do want to live on the Enterprise, but I feel like I do. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, you know, that's how it starts. Cool. Well, with that, everybody, um, it's probably going to be another shortest instance as well, because it's just, it's a tricky show to send. But with that, let's head over to engineering for resistance's futile. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Superlight Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Warning. Warp core collapse in 10 seconds. This is the part of the show where we re-engage our sin brains, remind ourselves that no TV show is without sin, even our beloved Star Trek and the unsinnable lower decks. Commodore, you first, sir. Ah, uh, why do they have to turn them into statues to, to to data mine them? What like what what is the if if the goal is <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. information? Why are yeah. we why are we killing people or at very most making them inert statues? That seems to draw attention that that you wouldn't necessarily like you could data mine them with, yeah. with just the fantasies and they'll let them just hang out with their fan. They'll probably want to hang out with their fantasies for a really long time. So yeah. then just get all the information you want. And am I misunderstanding something? No, I just, the, I, the longer I, they're alive, the better. I don't understand the Medusa effect. Like yeah. I don't understand what, what that does other than maybe it's just like a, a natural thing. This rock does and they found this rock, but I got the sense that they were creating this system of rocks to do this thing. I so. think that the rocks exist and then they manipulate them to do the bad stuff as and to do the data mining and the mm-hmm. recording the only way it makes sense is if they are still alive and thinking while they're rocks yeah but then the only thing you're going to be data mining is oh my god help me <laughs> i'm stuck in a rock this is terrifying yeah. um the massive thing that you're forgetting about that is the 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 captain um oh what's her name i always forget her name beckett's mother captain <laughs> help me out aaron i don't know mariner's her name so yeah it's not her last name captain anyway the captain of the cerritos said captain's log blah 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 i don't understand uh-huh. how this works which perfectly explains everything aaron yeah i yeah, mean of that's course my, it does that's my biggest sin of the episode is they blah blah like it's one of the dumbest things in writing is i don't understand how any of this plot point works yeah you wrote it and now you're making a character <laughs> also say something that you wrote to explain that you didn't mm-hmm. think it through yeah um but yeah that's that's the the beauty of love Dex as well it is not designed to explain everything in a nice bow like oh no strange new worlds it's no, just, that's ah, not the goal it's fun here it's fun yeah 
Yeah, definitely. Um, I just kind of questioned the, really, do you need two California-class ships on this mission? Like, there's plenty of missions we've seen where... You do for the plot line. Well, right, exactly. <laughs> like, you need it for the plot, but I kind of wish it had been a bigger problem. But like, this did not need two people. If you start thinking about what they're tasked to do... Yeah, which dismantle is, a ship. Which is move rocks. Yes. <laughs> Carefully. Carefully. Yeah. That have dangerous repercussions yeah. if you give it... To, why are any sentient beings doing this work? <laughs> Drones. Yep. Yeah, there's no reason. No, so just yeah. beam the rocks up and then yes. beam, just transport them into the yes. thing. If we're just doing we're just doing garbage cleanup, but it's very dangerous garbage. Yeah, exactly. Like super duper dangerous. That should not happen. Yeah. Um no, you're absolutely right. But um plot. <laughs> <laughs> right. It had to yes. happen. Okay. What's have you what's your next one? Um, why did Boimler's fantasy drive up from the distance? Everybody else's everybody <laughs> else's fantasy just appears in a puff of green mm-hmm. smoke. Like it's not trying to fool them into, you mm-hmm. know, but his like starts like in the distance, <laughs> like a mile away, and drives up to him. Uh-huh, now I know uh-huh. the reason is, you know, so we'll more believe that he believes it because yeah. if it just you know, appeared there, then we're, we're not willing to go that far to think Boimler's that dumb that he would see it. I don't know. I appear. would. I would have absolutely <laughs> bought it. Or maybe it wasn't really far away. It was just a perspective thing. Uh-huh. So it was just really, really tiny and then got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. So maybe so, we didn't see the initial green puff. It just gets This bigger. is fine. That is that is unlike everything else that happens with these rocks, but that <laughs> yep, that yep. is okay. That happens. But the other part of this that I think maybe a little bit of a missed opportunity, because I thought this is this might be where it was going is that that ended up being real and boimler missed out on a chance to be oh a, my goodness like, wouldn't that have been hilarious that, like, would that been was so never funny like you get you, like the camera pans around after everything's done and that guy's still there and he's <laughs> yes, it's it's like well i guess off. you didn't want this job and he takes off before oh, boimler gets to no. accept it or whatever that would be incredible i thought that was i thought that's where we were headed i thought that was okay funny, but we need Aaron to write for lower decks as well <laughs> hey, get him hey on board. deal give uh-huh. me a call let's go yeah it would have been great if they wrote well Boimler, what's really weird is that you're immune to this effect. Like, <laughs> yes. Your fantasy shouldn't have appeared. Oh, no. Yeah, exactly. That's amazing. Um, I, this is a really odd nitpick, but I don't like the cliche that so Tendi is an Orion and turns her nose up at the worms. And it's this idea that everybody would think worms aren't tasty. I'm mm. like, humans mm-hmm. might not, but... There are plenty of humans that eat worms. Yeah, like that's, exactly. You know, it's it's like, just a cultural thing. That's the strangest thing that she could have been offered to eat. It mm-hmm. would have been, I was kind of expecting her to go, hey, let's chow down, let's go. Andor- mm-hmm. um, not Andorians, Orions always eat worms. It's great. Yeah. But I was getting super duper duper nitpicky. But my next big, big one was that they can see each other's fantasies. Mm-hmm. So the whole fantasy thing, they must have a physical form. Because oh, for sure. They could, they could all be seen by everybody. So is it, projecting it's not projecting them it's actually no, no, no. creating Something, them out creating of matter them. yeah which then makes me wonder why did the rocks stop them why couldn't <laughs> they just apparate inside the cave why did the well, rocks because do they're anything? made of stuff that's why the rocks stop them but then was there something about the cave that stopped them appearing inside the cave well the rocks weren't inside the cave were they does that matter like they didn't so. seem to be like a proximity thing no, 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 but the but the but the rocks have to create the stuff yeah so there would have to be a rock in the cave to create whatever would apparate in the cave. Uh-huh. I don't... Um, I'm just amazed that... I don't know. I don't think that the... So think of them as 3D printers. Okay. okay. Yeah. Got it. Got it. <laughs> so each of these rocks is like a 3D printer uh-huh. that's, that specifies in your your mm-hmm. your deepest desires and fantasies, right? 
So there were no 3D printers in the cave. Mm -hmm. So there was no way to print anything in mm -hmm. there. But the stuff that had been printed outside the cave got stopped because it was a physical thing. Couldn't mm -hmm. get through. Couldn't, couldn't get through the rocks. Okay. That's that's how I'm seeing it, at least. Okay, but it still appeared out of thin air. Yes, yeah, we're well, yes, it's nanotechnology. You yeah. know, everything okay. is nanotechnology. I would still send the heck out of that. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> okay, what have you got next? Um, let's see. I already mentioned that the who, you know arguing about who takes the rock didn't really do it for me. Um, uh, I probably would have found some way to send them for stealing the uh, room with idea balls from inside out uh, when they got into the, <laughs> <laughs> the middle of the cave. Okay, it's kinda. like uh, it's like inside out, but for data mining, you yep. know, instead of emotions. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I probably would have done something like that. Yeah, I think you definitely have to send that. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Um, I didn't have a huge amount else, to be completely honest. Um, I mean, the big thing is they blah blah they blah blah the entire ending of the story mm -hmm. um i i i might have i this could be sinned all the time because it's a character thing mm -hmm. and so maybe that's why it wouldn't be sinned but the bedside manner stuff is always so hilarious to oh, me oh man i love it so much it's it, like it was my favorite part like the funniest part of this episode Dr. is Dr. her Arna just is casually hilarious. mentioning that the patient that's sitting right there <laughs> is going to lose his his appendage uh yeah, yeah. That's yeah, so I loved great. that bit. That was great. This guy's about to lose his foot and he's not crying. I'm going to lose my foot. <laughs> yeah, so good. There's no way she's coming in there with a chainsaw to take it off. I I just wish we saw the end of that. Like, what does she actually do? Or does she actually saw the foot off? In, in what great. world In what world does that, do they need a chainsaw? What like what does a chainsaw yeah. do for them? Nothing. Know. Why would they have a, a chainsaw on that <laughs> ship? That makes no sense. I don't know. You have to get through bulkheads and uh, phases. Either way, phases do it better. I was going to say, yeah. there's no need for a chainsaw. It accomplishes nothing that That's something amazing. else couldn't do. That's incredible. Dr. Ta'ana really makes me think of um, Rick in Rick and Morty. She's the most Rick yeah. of all of the people. Oh, yes. I, Very much. I wish we would get more of her. I really, really do. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the bird counselor? Do you remember him from season one? I don't think he appeared much last season. Oh, I yeah, absolutely. Again, because I love Paul F. Tompkins. Mm. Like that's you know that that's that character has always been one of my favorites. So yeah. I just I love love his delivery, and mm -hmm. I love the way he can play that that thing that's like at the same time is uh, completely arrogant and just completely missing the mark. Yeah, and. He does the same thing in BoJack Horseman, and he's mm -hmm. so great in BoJack Horseman. And I just, I, I love Paul F. Tompkins. Um, so yeah, I definitely Good remember stuff. that character. I mean, I just, I do wish the show was longer than twenty minutes because mm -hmm. there is such a great, great cast here, um, and we just, we only get to see little, little, little snippets of them. Mm -hmm. um, I was really hoping, and this is a sin, that there was like a. I was really hoping that Rutherford, when he was being data mined, they were going to find the secret. Because there was like some classified stuff, and I was hoping they were going to find what happened to him. They were going to dig into a memory that he doesn't have access to, that gave a little bit more of the the secret to what's going on with mm -hmm. him and his implant. But with three episodes in, and they haven't referenced it, like are they? Was it just a passing line in the finale, or are they actually? Do you think they're actually going to revisit that? I think they'll revisit it. I just, I, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I just don't know. They may just never come up with it again. Yeah. I just, I would love that as a little under. I think that's the only thing that might be missing is like a 
a through theme so through far, line. a through line of, of some I don't sort. miss that at all. No, I know you don't, but I'm beginning to realize I like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like it in some shows. I just don't yeah. want it in every show. I don't think every show needs it. And especially mm-hmm. a 20-minute sitcom where I just tune in to smile and laugh a little bit. Yeah. I just, I don't, I don't need the through line. I, I was raised on shows never having a through line. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the, something people forget is like TV shows were for the longest time designed that you could just watch an episode at yeah. any time in at any order doesn't matter does not matter mm-hmm. um there was no nothing linear uh about shows at least at least um on a micro level of you know the relationships like in friends or whatever yeah. like you know there's mm-hmm. that kind of stuff but for the most part you can watch any episode of friends at any time yeah you know or there's seinfeld or whatever yeah 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 very very true maybe we're just getting old um cool do you have anything else no no um maybe um i i did have a little bit uh, this probably could be explained Mm -hmm. but i just had a little bit of trouble understanding how the whole uh thing happened like the whole um thing that they were trying to do started that so the thing we saw at the beginning right Mm -hmm. the guy that sees his geology teacher yes in a toga toga, in a a very revealing toga yes um (laughs) You know, he is turned to rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are we supposed to believe that's the inciting incident that gets the Federation involved? Or because is that, are they already data mining at that point and they're data mining that person? Because and the if, scientists were in, in yeah, on it. Team they're all in them. cahoots. Yeah. So I, this is my question. When mm-hmm. did they get in cahoots? How long have they been doing this? And how did that start? <laughs> hey, rock people. And, right? And what is in it for the rock people? Like, that right. is the big thing they blah, blah. Is, I guess they get more rocks. The, but... the whole thing is blah. It's mm-hmm. not even blah, blah. It's just ignored. The whole yeah. idea of, of why this is what it is mm-hmm. is not addressed. And, and maybe it could be figured out. But I can't figure out, like, how did they start working together to data mine? Mm-hmm. Who made that suggestion? When did they make that suggestion? Yeah. And who was that person at the beginning? Was yeah. that meant to be before they started to team up together or was that meant to be after because there's no kind of 10 years later or six months mm-hmm. later we don't know when that initial thing happened so i would imagine that's the first contact situation because the scientists know about the orbs when we come to meet them he's mm-hmm. completely oh hey this is interesting let's have a look at this so it doesn't specify a time jump but there must be a big time and jump there's, and there's a scene with a whole bunch of scientist statues you yeah. know, like it's it's not like it just happened to one person. So I just I get confused. Man, that means the, they sacrificed some people. That's what I'm saying. The, I I don't understand. Yeah. yeah. At some point, at some point, did one of them be like, you know, hold on, my fantasy <laughs> is to work with an alien race on yep. data mining. Oh wait, that sounds like a good idea. We Let's can do, do that. This. Oh, then it's Inception and the whole thing. It wasn't about data mining. That was just one person's fantasy that they right. were all experiencing. Right. Yes, exactly. Man, yeah, no, that doesn't work. That doesn't work, but we still love it anyway, regardless. Yes. Um, well, uh, Commodore, thank, <laughs> thank you, you for joining. I'm going to still get you know, <laughs> Ambassador Door. Commodore, thank you for joining us. Where can people find you, interact with you, and talk to you? Oh, um, I don't. I just uh, my don't. name. Don't, <laughs> don't interact with me. It's really not worth your time. Really, honestly, uh, I know. Listen, I know. Right now, you are having this urge to figure out what else I do, where else you can hear my voice. <laughs> like, you're like, oh man, I really wish I could hear. Don't, just, it's not worth it. I'm not worth it. But, it, but you know, it's Aaron Dicer. So you can just search that on Twitter. <laughs> Amazing. So, yeah. 
Well, thanks for joining us. Um, I think we're definitely going to have you back for Strange New World season three. Great, too, I love if you're available. Yeah, I loved doing Strange New Worlds. I'm I'm happy to be on board for mm. SNW. Yeah, cannot wait for that coming next year. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. Thank you to everybody that joined us on the twitch chat um on uh, captain's pod live on cinema sims live (laughs) and on cspn on youtube thank you for listening everyone my brain is going to explode with science (laughs) and uh stop looking at my heart rate for me (laughs) (laughs) live long and podstar thanks for listening Want to connect with the show? Our hailing frequencies are always open through captainspod at cinemasins.com. Like, comment, and subscribe on your podcast player of choice, and be sure to visit cinemasins.com. We are live. If Ian could get the mic round to his face hold. <laughs> one have, of my face holes. You have several. Uh, yes, yes, one of my face holes. It was quite near one of them already. Let's let's start this conversation by talking about all of our bodies' different holes. Mm, what's your favorite hole <laughs> all of the holes? One I don't have, actually. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that checks out. That's a fun one. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> I like vaginas. Hello. We have Sudden Aaron Dicer, ah, Commodore. Sudden Aaron! In the chair, there was a mix-up in the transporter room. I was supposed to lock onto the ambassador, and instead, I completely turned her into a new person. <laughs> this is actually still um, Danae, just in a Aaron suit. I am so mad right now. I mean, it was interesting for the first few minutes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, tell me there the were, differences between well, being Danae and Aaron. There's this whole thing going on downstairs that I'm not used to. I've been really excited about this day, mm-hmm. so I've been drinking mm-hmm. lots of water. Oh, waiting for the chance. Mm-hmm. Yep. Waiting for the chance. How is so. that going to affect your bigger feet? What does water have to do with your your feet? You may be misunderstanding me. <laughs> so, um, if you were here for last week's live show, we did episode one. We're going to confuse you now and do episode three because we <laughs> separately recorded episode two and released that on Saturday. So you had two episodes last week so that we could get cut up, caught up, and do it all weekly. And I got cut up for the amount we had to record to get that done. So this is only confusing if you watch the live show, right? Like the, like if you're just listening to the podcast, if you're listening yes. to this on the podcast, yes, you're right. not confused. However, this bit is going to be in the outtake, so you, it, this bit may not even be in the show. <laughs> That's right. I'm just That's explaining right. to, to everyone Got it. live. Got it. If the, okay, so this is only confusing if you are only watching on Twitch. <laughs> so if you don't consume the podcast any other way other uh-huh. than Twitch you'll be wondering why we skipped episode two, but we didn't go and download the podcast like a regular human being mm-hmm. um, and, and listen to us that way. Browser can't access your devices. Close any other applications that might be using your camera slash microphone, Skype, or Zoom. Then refresh them. If that doesn't work, try restarting your bracket through a computer. I have the StreamYard people on the line. <laughs> um, they say that's a hideous impression of their developer. And they want you to stop. I love it. I love it if you, you <laughs> called for tech support and then goes, Hello? Hi, how can I help? Oh, are you having problem with your stream yard again? <laughs> I'm all about you adding your stuff to my things. Wow. Okay. Well, Danae, come back. <laughs> Please. Come, come back, Danae. HR. We need HR. Man, how awkward would that be on a starship, the HR department? Where are you going to go? We're in deep space. We're five years away from anyone. Yeah, yeah. What you gonna be do? in your deep space? Hey, we can't oh, say that no. here. We can't say that here. Yeah. There's nowhere to go. <laughs> I'll show you where to go. Hey, hey, you're stuck on this Quit ship it. with me. Stop. Quit it. Stop. I'll warp your core. Get off my bridge. <laughs>
Yeah, there you go. Amazing. I love it. What's this? Danae's been adding things. Thank you, Captain. Thank you, Captain. Thank you, Captain. Thank you, Captain. Why are they all on loop? I don't can, know. can you please take them all off loop? That is so annoying. <laughs> okay, let's let's Thank stop you, that. Captain. Thank, Thank you, Captain. Captain. Thank you, Captain. Thank you, Captain. Thank you, Captain. This is this is I don't know what's going on there, but it's happening repetitively and he's very <laughs> oh, thankful oh, for no, it. No, 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 stop it. Stop it. Captain's Pod, Stardate 5120922.4. Welcome aboard the Starship Center Wrong Time, Ian. Wrong time. The Starship Center Wrong Time, Center is, wrong time. is a new addition uh -huh. to the fleet. It's actually a shuttlecraft that always turns up late. <laughs> That's right. Dos burritos. Eat some burritos. No. With some burritos. On the burritos. No one's going to listen to the show anymore if we keep misnaming the ships. Or at least I won't. <laughs> Cool. We've got some time for a few questions. Let's do it. Um, from Zinc Stout. Uh, question for consideration. Ian and Aaron and Danae in brackets. Mm -hmm. What would your fantasy rock show you to put you off your job? Aaron, you first. So uh, you're hard at work, you're writing, you're right, sinning. Right. What does the rock show you right. to distract you? Yeah. Um, a pun. <laughs> Yes, the perfect pun. A really good pun, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's probably right. Um, yeah, a really good wordplay. <laughs> and then you just immediately get back to work and work that yeah. into the script? Yeah. That's yeah, amazing. Exactly. That's brilliant. You go next, Danae. We'll wait. <laughs> we'll just sit here we'll, and wait we'll for you wait, to type we'll out your answer. We'll wait the entire delay. You know, whatever the delay is for your answer. Yep. Um, oh, wait, hang on. Did she get it that quick? Rock David show. Bowie. Having not seen the episode, I'm saying David Bowie. That would be super duper distracting. Yeah. Having him turn up and just have a little jam session, that'd yeah. be amazing. It would probably more accurately for me be like uh, real life Pixar characters to interact oh, with or man. whatever. Like all of a sudden the Incredibles are, are there to hang out with. Woody just turns up yeah. and just have a chat with him. You know, I imagine often with these rocks a Woody just turns up, but um, oh, <laughs> yeah. I, would, mm -hmm. I would imagine that's a normal thing. I think mine was dangerously close to what Boimler's fantasy was. It is, it's Captain <laughs> nice. Picard. On right. a on a thing, I jump uh -huh. in the side, go, just come yeah. with me. We must defeat yeah. the Borg. Um, basically, yeah, just give me a holodeck, or it mm -hmm. would be like, here's your uniform, Ian. Jump into uniform. You're my first officer. Yeah. It would happen. Yep. I wish. Okay, ideal Star Trek crew based off of all the different tracks. Aaron hates fantasy casting. Mine would be <laughs> Shatner's Kirk. Wrong. Nimoy's uh, Spock. Um. Probably DeForest Kelly as Bones. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. Yeah. Yeah. Uhura. Yeah. I'd want Uhura. Mm -hmm. um, Scotty. I'd want Scotty. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So you basically just got the original crew. Oh, you caught on to that, did you? Is that you? really what you're doing? <laughs> I just, no um, this would take me far too long. I think it would really, really quickly. It's going to be Captain Janeway, um, uh, then Commander Riker. Um, war, no, two, two, two rocket security, Geordie and engineering, everybody, then Cisco on the bridge as well. I'm just going to start naming everyone. Stamets in engineering, uh, Boimler on the bridge. <laughs> I would just, I want everybody. I want a big old ship where everybody comes in and has a play. And what is that too much to ask? Can is there a Star that? Trek version of the game Clue? Because when you said Boimler on the bridge, it just made me think of a Star Trek. <laughs> Boimler on the bridge <laughs> with a bone saw. Yeah, with the bone saw. <laughs> yeah, nice. Bum, 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 bum. 